It's a five-star read. Oh. Do you have a guess? It's okay if you don't. I, I can't think of book names now. It's my favorite author. Oh, Jane Austen. Oh, one of my favorite authors. <laughs> okay, then I don't know. <laughs> And welcome to the Book Jar Podcast, where me and my best friend Megan talk about book-related news and topics on a bi-weekly basis. By the way, my name is Marissa. I skipped over that part. I think you did, yeah. I did. I didn't tell everyone my name, but that's okay. They know my name, right? Like, that's the... Yeah. You usually put it in the description, so... Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway. Yeah. It's their fault if they didn't read that. This is Megan, (laughs) who is blaming all the listeners, (laughs) apparently. That's not the vibe here. That's not the vibe. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We're we're actually more likely to apologize for you. We're the people in the store that like don't touch someone, but then they still apologize for like encroaching on their space. Yeah. Like, like, Sorry. 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 Just, Sorry. Just I got too close. I might have, around you here. I might have almost touched you if you'd moved over like a foot. Yeah. <laughs> My bad entirely. Or they like trip you and you're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I hurt your foot? <laughs> All right, Megan. How how have you been? Been good. Been reading all the things all the things all the everything thing in, well not everything but i'm i feel like i'm well, like now i'm disappointed you like set me up <sighs> yeah things that i don't normally read i guess and also just like i feel you like sound so excited about it <laughs> yeah things that i don't normally read i don't know why i'm doing that <laughs> <laughs> but they've been like easy to not like easy to read but i feel like i've been able to like read consistently enough and a lot of it yeah i love that feeling i love the feeling when we like get consistent with something or you like have a good like even if you don't finish the book you like read a huge chunk yeah yeah love that so that's been feeling pretty great how about yourself what's what's up with you what's new uh yeah i've been reading also pretty consistently well not a little bit I have that other podcast going on right now and right. uh it's the episodes aren't out yet so I keep mentioning it and then if anyone's interested in finding it you can't find it yet but soon um, <laughs> <laughs> actually by the time this one this episode comes out there should be one episode out for the Queens of Fantasy podcast which is our sister podcast but I have been it, we're reading the Wheel of Time and I have to read that like slowly like Mm -hmm. i'm only allowed to read up to a certain part and so in order to not leave it till the day before i have to read like a certain amount of pages every day and that actually feels great for once like normally i don't like that at all but i'm like i feel so on top of it like that i've actually been like yeah kind of able to keep up with that so that's cool and maybe feel like something to look forward to a little bit the next day i don't know uh sometimes right now i stopped (laughs) so i i did myself not a good favor which is i stopped and it's not that it's going to be a bad section, but, you know, like, it's it shifts point, points of view. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it follows different characters each chapter. And the chapter I'm currently stopped at, it, it shifts to, like, someone we don't regularly follow. Like, it's, like, this other person. And I know it's going to be important to the story and, like, the plot and everything. And it's fine. I just, like... It's not the characters that I'm ready for, so it's, like, harder to, like, be excited to jump into. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, hopefully that gets better. Yeah. I will say, I have been reading 
like I said, quite a quite a bit. And what I have been reading is my fun fancy books, which makes me really happy. Fun fancy books. So <laughs> by my fun fancy books. <laughs> <laughs> I am signed up for Fairy Loot, Illumicrate. Well, I actually get two Fairy Loot books every month and I get one Illumicrate book. And these are just like book boxes. Uh, and these are really, they're really beautiful. They usually have like, you know, the edges are all nice and done. They're like special editions and they always have something really cool about them. And I finally decided that I was just like, you know, I've been staring at them. I love them. Makes me happy to like close the book every once in a while and see the edges or like the prettiness yeah. of it. So I was like, I'm just going to read a whole bunch of them that I've been like kind of staring at for a while. So yeah, I've read four books since we last met. Pretty good. How about you? Um, I've read three okay. books. Wow, um, we're almost the same. Yeah. Well, I, one of them was the audiobook I was listening to, the What Happened to You one by Oprah Winfrey, Bruce T. Perry. I think I mentioned that the last yes, podcast. Yes, you did. Yeah. So finished that, um, which was really good. I gave it four stars. Fantastic. And really enjoyed it. I've been recommending it to people that I think would really like that kind of stuff so mm -hmm. that's been fun and then i've been preparing for one of our future podcasts that may be coming up y yeah. soon i feel like i feel like you should <laughs> mention this because your your reading is about to take a twist yeah and case, i know the direction it's gonna go yeah so. if anyone is looking at my story graph and they're like what, what the megan heck? what mood um, are you in yeah so we have like a not safe for work podcast coming up and about spicy books and spicy scenes so i read A Bite Full of Death by S.J. Stewart, which is actually from a book box that I got as well. Yeah. And it's like a dark fantasy erotic. It's erotica. Let's it's straight erotica? <laughs> well, it's labeled as erotica okay. on here. Yeah. So yeah, I would say there's some aspects to it. So I kind of went from like, you know, these little fluffy, somewhat spicy reads to all of a sudden just <laughs> top tier, well, from what I'm used to, I mean, I'm sure you, there's worse you went, out there. You went but... from half a little little pepper yeah. of spice to sprinkled in there for flavor yeah. to five five <laughs> ghost peppers just just sizzling. dying. Yep, have to like yep. the person handling the book was wearing gloves. Yeah, like, that yeah, like that's how it felt, and I was like. Like, to be honest, when I read the description of this book, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Like, this is kind of disturbing because it's about, like, I mean, I'll go more into it in the other podcast, but it's about this girl who's, like, half succubus, half reaper. And that was erotica how? No, I'm just <laughs> Like, where does that come from? <laughs> it's weird because, like, her thing is she devours souls. And, oh, okay. like, that's... So very Black Widow-esque. Yeah, and then mm. that's, like, how she, you know gets her self going yes. okay so that's okay. where it came from we're we're working overtime to keep this not explicit in this yeah one. <laughs> yeah we're trying real hard guys my brain is on fire anyways um and then her love interest is like this zombie yeah so there's some weird interesting stuff so that this goes is, on there this is exactly how i felt except <laughs> you were warned more going into yours i feel like yeah when i read court of the vampire queen and it came out of nowhere and i was like whoa what is, what did i pick what up what happened what happened <laughs> yeah i was at least expecting like yes. i knew it was gonna be a little bit out of my comfort zone yes 
And it wasn't like I, to be honest, I was more disturbed by like the zombie side of it because there was like obviously some like cannibalism in there and like that like the descriptions of that obviously was, was some cannibalism. yeah <laughs> obviously but it was like the descriptions of it were more like what disturbing <laughs> than, than um like the actual like like actually what was what, ha- what yeah, was yeah like the spicy scenes and all that and then i and then again i was like i need something else to read that hopefully isn't as erotic and then i read cold queen by Kay webster um see i sometimes you pick up a book and you can't tell like yeah. sometimes the title is very like i don't even want to put this in my yeah. story graph because it it's just very obvious what it was like it looks pretty like it looks like a fantasy book it looks fantasy yeah and i picked it up because whatever instagram i was looking at suggested it and <clears throat> it's a frozen retelling so i think it's supposed to be based on elsa as the ice queen that maybe makes me more uncomfortable (laughs) why it's It's perfectly normal just (laughs) it's just children you know it's 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 like it's not like city being based off of utopia it just makes me a little Mm, uncomfy yeah forgot about that it's it's not obvious like it's because like i feel like the instagram person was like like you wouldn't pick up a store and be like oh elsa's her name like princess elsa let's give it to my kid or queen elsa it's not elsa it's like it's like and i don't mind that like if it was like inspired by yeah i would say that's it yeah more inspired by i think the queen's name's like elsina or something though oh (laughs) (laughs) anyways we'll move on anyways i was like oh this one might be a nice little you know maybe this will be more fluffy yeah no (laughs) like it's wasn't as like disturbing as a bite full of death but like the scenes were definitely very they used some very choice words in them okay so it's like (laughs) about certain body parts anatomical it's like somebody didn't get the talk as a child and couldn't say them couldn't write them with a straight well, face it's and not so there was fun little names for things yeah or it's the it's more the complete opposite where they're using like intensely correct anatomical names yeah like words that you oh, wouldn't say in that moment yeah okay it's, I, it's i'm hard. understanding the problem do you know, you know what i mean like yeah. it's like too descriptive yeah like it's not just like that's her normal body part it's like that's this very intense word that we're going to describe this and yes yes do you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> i haven't actually encountered that yet with any of my reads but i yeah there, there's been like a couple books where like one word is just a little too descriptive and it really throws it does throw you off it throws like, you, and it was repeated a lot yeah so i'm like okay like so our not safe for work episode is gonna be really fun yeah so I can like talk more freely about this because I'm trying not to. And... Yeah, no, I think I think we all got the gist. Okay, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it took me a while to get there, but I'm glad you were <laughs> figuring it out. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so that was that one. Yeah, that was the third one, and that's that the third one. Yeah, which one was your? Because you said what happened to you? Oh yes, and yes, yes, yeah, yes. I forgot about that one in the flurry. Yeah, there else. that was just pushed to the side because there was a lot there. happening with these last two all right so i believe the last time we talked i hadn't yet finished reading the eye of the world by robert jordan mm-hmm. uh so i finished that i will say if you want my full thoughts there's six hours of it coming yeah, out in I'm november sure someone will 
<laughs> and uh, that, I sure. do not hold back. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. It's very... So the first little bit of the Wheel of Time so far, at least, is very Tolkien-esque. So we've mm-hmm. got a lot of... Um, We've got a lot of inspiration from Tolkien and I mean Jordan's not shy about it being that he was inspired by Tolkien and Tolkien was one of the people that he's drawing from. And so it does feel a little bit like it's very similar to like putting on an old sweater or like you know getting a really comfy new sweater and mm-hmm. it feels like an old one and you're just like so cozy. Like that was kind of the experience of reading it because it was using a lot of the same tropes and, you know, even plot lines that and even just like character types yeah, that you find in Lord of the Rings. And so it was very comfortable to like throw that on. That being said, there is a lot like the story is different and there's different things happening. So it definitely stands out in its own way. But like the shell of it was very familiar. Um, So I did enjoy it. And uh, yeah, currently reading the second one and we'll see how that one goes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> uh, and then I read Curse, The Curse of Saints by Kate Dramas or Dramas. I'm not sure, but one of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was one of the ones that I got from, I believe, sto- uh, not Storygraph. Storygraph. Any <laughs> books. Yeah. Uh, fairy loot. And so this was about, oh, it was just so fantastic. I really liked it. <laughs> So it was about this so sarcasm. I can't tell. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> uh, so it is about a society in which they get essentially like gifts from from saints, essentially kind of thing. And so there's there's a there's a big religious involvement in the country that we start in, and then we go to a different country and they're kind of like you guys are kind of a little overzealous with the religion thing <laughs> like you guys are kind of crazy uh which was something that I I kind of liked that you saw both sides of but also it was very you know there's a prophecy about one person who might be able to hold more than one type of power and oh look we might be following that character very closely uh I did really love the love story that happened so it was very it was very enemies to lovers and like very like almost as aggressively as I can handle enemies yeah to lovers uh and it you know it was to the point where I was actually kind of with the main character where I was like I know they're gonna like fall in love but this is also jarring when he like isn't being mean to her like yeah it it is jarring and I would also think he was just trying to trick me into something like I was kind of with her even though I knew that it was probably just an enemies to lovers storyline like I was like wow yeah he's going hard on hating you I really like this one because like the twists at the end were really cool as well mm-hmm. um and I, I I mean there was a couple that I read that I think you would really enjoy but this was one of them uh then I read Cruel Illusions by Marie Fustin so this uh was one of the first books I got from Fairy Crate Fairy crate? No, nope. fairy loot. <laughs> just I'm on a roll. <laughs> You're Doing just great. making up your own boxes. I'm just making up my own boxes. I get one from Storygraph apparently, and now fairy crate. So that's great. Fairy loot. So it was one of the first ones that came in, and it is about. I mean, we got some Hunger Games vibes. We've got okay. yeah, uh, a world 
where there's vampires and vampire hunters, and the vampire Ooh, hunters I like that. are magicians. I was not expecting that. Yeah, no, I'm about to say a lot of things that you're not expecting. <laughs> are magicians who need to travel and perform for people in order to collect their applause, and the applause and that thing gives them, like, feeds their magic. And so you have that aspect of it, but in order to become a magician who hunts vampires, you have to fight for this like special band that is won in a competition to the death where you perform magic. What? Yeah, there's a lot going on in this what? book. Yeah. And it was very fun. I started it and I was like instantly annoyed with the main character though. And then I remembered that she was supposed to be 18 and she sounded like she was 18. Oh, you're like, that's why. And I was like, you know what? This is fair. It was yeah. very like angsty. And then I was like, as soon as I reminded myself that she was 18, I was like, this actually is all well, and immediately the fact that an 18 year old. Like an actual 18 year old, not the like, oh, they're 18, but they're like saving the whole world. And yeah, no, very she was mature. very like, yeah, very 18. Like she's like, um, she is like a foster parent and she like won't refer to her as like her foster mom. She calls her her foster whatever. And I was like, that that's an angsty 18-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> like if sure. I was in that situation as an 18-year-old, I probably would have like, my foster whatever. Like I would have been the same <laughs> thing. It was really fun. And I think this was one that I, listen, I didn't think it was the best one I read, but I want you to read it so badly because I think you would have so much fun with the vampire mm -hmm. and the magicians. And it was so different and it felt very new. The last one I read was The Foxglove King by Hannah Whitten. And so this one was really, really strange. I started reading it and it was one of those things where I was like, this is either going to be so pretentious that I'm not going to like it. Like it feels like it's trying really hard to be good in like a weird way. Yeah. Or I'm going to love it. And I was actually a little bit like I put it back on my shelf a couple of times because I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't think I'm ready to be disappointed by it because the description sounded really cool. And I started reading it and it. I gave it four and a half stars. Like, it was quite oh. good. But it is about this girl named Lore, which, again, uh, immediately the percentage. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? Like comparing it. Yeah, yeah. you're like. <laughs> <laughs> but it is about, essentially, this spy who is traded by her, essentially, like, surrogate parents to a king because she exposed herself as a death witch, which is somebody who can control the essence of death within someone and it's called mortem like the the essence of death is called mortem and like lots of people can see it but nobody can like manipulate it as well as she can like she's very unique in that way anyway so she becomes kind of like a tool of the king in order to infiltrate because he believes his son the prince is committing treason and so he sends her into court with a old noble turned monk uh posing as her like his like third cousin and they're supposed to figure out if the prince is committing treason and killing all these people and first off you're thinking the guard that's like they have to stay in the same room amazing oh yes yeah. we've got some vibes there they're very like clear <laughs> that he's like has like some celibacy like Pax made and you're like that's gonna go out the yeah, window like, yeah, just kidding it was really 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 good and it's part of a series and I am aggravated that the second one's not out but I will be like this is when I've starred 
and will be reading yeah. the second one of because I think it was it was really wonderful. Like there was definitely room for improvement. It wasn't perfect, but yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really interesting take. Oh, I like that. Was that from their young adult or adult one? Uh, so that one I believe was actually just an adult one. So the other two were technically young adult ones, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but actually the curse of saints i don't think it's not being it's not labeled as like young adult in storygraph and it did have a rather explicit not sex scene but uh you know sexual content we'll say there was some sexual (laughs) content in there won't go into the description might come up in a later podcast for good or bad reasons yeah But that's kind of what I've been reading. And now that I've been talking about what I've been reading for like 20 minutes. <laughs> right. Well, it's fun though. It is fun. I like talking this is, about what we read. That's the whole point of the podcast. This It's at least <laughs> like, I don't know, a third of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I do want to talk about our topic though, because I think it's an interesting one. So our topic this week, if you missed our last week, or even if you just forget, because you know. Sometimes we have to text each other and remind yes. each other. <laughs> yes. Is what our longest reads were, or the books that took us the longest amount of time to read, essentially. And what I love about this topic is it says nothing about the quality of the book because I have <laughs> good and bad books yeah. on my list. Yeah. I I know we have different definitions in our reader. Um, because because I'm a faster reader than you, so like if a book takes me like a week to read, it's like, ooh, that took a little bit longer than I would have expected. Yeah. So where are yours kind of coming in at? Like where was the like time frame where you were like, this was a longer, longer read? Probably like a month. Averaging a month yeah. or more, I would say, or like longer. I don't think I had any that were under that. Yeah. Maybe like one or two, but they felt long. Yeah, like they felt. And I mean, it's different it too because it's hard to say sometimes. Because if you have like a, a hundred page book and it takes you, yeah, two weeks to read, like that's that's not really what you were expecting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So the first one I want to talk about personally is just one that I talked about. Um, I actually talked about last week. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to talk about the Sound and the Fury mm-hmm. by William Faulkner. So I looked because I. You can look this up in Storygraph, but it took 13 days. So it felt a lot longer. Like it felt way longer for me. I like I'm actually very surprised that it was Mm -hmm. only 13 days. But that being said, I was reading prior to this at a pace of like a book every three days. So that's quite a bit longer when you look at that. I've talked about this at length in the the previous podcast. so I'm not going to spend too much time here. It's a very difficult read in general. Yeah. It is stream of consciousness, which is noted to be a harder style of reading just because it lacks punctuation and, you know, you are getting a lot of facts sometimes out of order and it's you're having to kind of sit there with them. I think one of the reasons it took me so long is because while I understand what like Faulkner is trying to do with this book, it's it's just a book that that it's just bad people and there's bad things happening to them and it's like hard it's hard to care because also if you care it's just gonna feel bad yeah and so it just kind of felt a little bit like I couldn't care too much about the characters but also like I didn't really care about them anyway but like I don't know it just and to be honest a a little bit of it was just kind of boring yeah well especially when you're coming off a book every three days that are like usually probably more exciting for you and that you're more interested in and then going into that and you're like just 
dragging through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I would be the same. Not that I would ever read that book, but <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I are you, are you done talking about? Oh yeah, I, mean, I that was kind of all I wanted to say about that that's one. That's fair. I so I got one, um, and I've talked about it before, but not like super in depth. But Green Grass, Running Water by Thomas King. Yes, yes, that I one, thought this one was gonna be on your list. Yeah, that one took me thirty five days. Um. And I enjoyed it. It was one of those books where the first hundred pages, I was kind of like, it took a while to get into. And mm-hmm. it's very well written, but it has um like some aspects of like indigenous storytelling. Mm-hmm. And it's very like beautiful and like, like an interesting rhythm to it, I find. And right. I think that's what I really struggled with, that it would be like going from like your kind of traditional, I don't know, English writing mm-hmm. to like these storytelling aspects so like switching between those two was definitely difficult yeah and then just like trying to get into that voice of the the storyteller yeah um and it was also kind of just like like it I think it's on here as magical realism and stuff like that and there is a little bit of that but it's very like mundane like it's just like day to day like all these people are congregating to this big event and you're kind of Mm -hmm. following each of their lives and like I like books like that where they all end up together at the end and like it all makes sense. But also it's like, I don't really care that they're working today or they're driving yeah, here today. Yeah, kind of like, like, I want to get to the next part. Yeah, like I just, I felt some of that was kind of dragged on a little bit. Um, so yeah, it was just a little bit harder for me to like, when I sat down and read it, I read it mm-hmm. for a long time. It was like I would read like a chapter or two at a time kind of yeah. thing. I think that's fair with that book. That's a like a uh, pretty that's 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 a that's a way to describe it that I appreciate because it doesn't take away from I think how good it is, yeah, but it, it's it does still good. like and to be honest, I don't think you would have read it at that time yeah. if you weren't trying to read different books. Yeah. And I think it is very similar to um The Sound and the Fury. It should have been a book that I waited until mm-hmm. I was ready for that kind of read. Yeah. And not tried to push myself through it. And I think that that's, I mean, I find that with like literary books like that, I have to be yeah. ready for them because otherwise I will just be like, oh my God. Yeah. And it, but it's hard though, because I know for me, like I struggle with finding the time and like the focus to be yes. like, okay, now I can read this bigger book or this, you know, more challenging book for me. So it's like at that time I was like kind of forcing myself to be like, okay, let's read this book. Like yeah. you've been wanting to read it, but yeah, like you said, it just probably wasn't the the, the optimal perfect yeah, time, time yeah. to read it. Yeah, and I can totally, totally appreciate that. Okay, so I have another one, and this is one that I've talked about a lot because I loved it. Mm-hmm. But looking at my story graph, funny <laughs> enough. So this one is a little bit shocking. I clearly put it down for a really long time and just didn't pick it back up. So I started, <laughs> this one took 26 days. Wow. That is a little bit longer it, for you. It's, it's, it's a five-star read. Oh. Do you have a guess? It's okay if you don't. I, I can't think of book names now. It's my favorite author. Oh, Jane Austen. Oh, one of my favorite authors. <laughs> okay, then I don't know. <laughs> John Green. Oh. So the Anthropocene reviewed essays on a human-centered planet mm. by John Green. So I didn't realize it had taken this long because it's um and I think this is one where you can take your time and it's not such a problem because it's essays. Yeah. 
And so you can, you know, just finish the essay and then leave it for however, like you don't need to keep track of what you had just read kind of thing. Clearly, that's what I did because I left it. I read 7% of it and then I left it for 16 days and then I got to 15% of the book. So I clearly just like stopped after one of the essays and probably read something else or took a reading break or something. But yeah, so I didn't actually finish this one until like the 26th of May and I had started it on the 30th of Mm -hmm. April. But this is a book that I would still like I it's a five star read. So this is a perfect example for me of like sometimes the length of time doesn't indicate the quality. Right. And I think one of the other reasons I took breaks and I would actually say like if you're planning on reading it, maybe expect to be like reading something else with it because it is it's a lot. Like we're talking a lot about life and inevitably that means talking a lot about death and loss and grief and mundane things that make you really happy and mundane things that really piss you off and everything in between. So I think I think some of those breaks were probably also me, you know, kind of sitting there being like, that one was heavy. I'm going to take a little <laughs> break. Yeah. I'm not going to like immediately jump into the next essay. I'm going to sit with that one. So, I mean, I think, yeah, I still stand by it as an amazing book. I, I'm shocked it took me that long. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. No. Very interesting. Yeah. My next one here, and I mean, you'll probably remember this one as soon as I say it, but Gods of Jade and Shadow. Oh my God. So you know what I don't like about your list? (laughs) You know what I don't like about your list, Megan? (laughs) Do you want to know what I don't like about your list? (laughs) Oh, I think I can guess. Uh, These are books that Marissa told you to read. (laughs) Okay, but the thing is they aren't bad books like you just said like they just took me a they long did take time a while. and to be fair those are two books that i totally get why they would take someone a long time yeah but yeah it's just green grass running water yeah you gave me that you bought i me bought that. that for you and then yeah. the the gods of jade and shadow i lent, 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 I to, lent me. to you and again i think it comes down to like i don't think i was ready to read yeah. this book at the time that i read it it was kind of like it was on my shelf i didn't really know what i felt like reading next yeah beautiful story like beautiful world yeah but it was just a little bit slower of a story for me than what i was wanting i think at the time yeah and so i remember you telling me or you know when you had like finished it or you had started it and it was taking you a while and I remember you telling me, I think it was on the podcast actually, like why you thought it took you so long. And it totally makes sense. And it it was really, it was really enlightening because I hadn't realized I had pushed through those slow parts so heavy. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you were like, well, this whole section was incredibly slow and detailed. I was like, oh, yeah, it was. Like I, I like I just pushed through it at an extra fast speed because I wanted the story to get yeah. started, but I didn't realize that like that's not always an option for people. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like I was like, oh, of course that would feel really slow. Like yeah. of course, yeah. And I, I do agree with you. You also, I, I don't know if I'm making this up. I hope I'm not. I thought you said something about it being like so heavily descriptive of the like locations that they're in because the locations are so important. I think I pretty sure yeah and so that that is something that totally slowed me down too to be honest like this was definitely one where i wasn't flying through it i was pushing through it yeah so i I do agree with this one just being a a longer read yeah i think 
I don't know if I said how long it took me. It took me 46 days, which is, you know, that's getting up there for me for sure. Yeah. But I also think I stopped reading it for a time somewhere in there to like yeah. move, try something different or. Yeah. You kind of so. took a break from it. Yeah. yeah. And that's totally fair. So I have another one that's maybe a little bit shocking to me. It's not really that terribly long. So it was 16 days. And, but again, when you're like able, you know, you know me. Yeah. So 16 days is, is, is a little bit longer. So it makes sense, though. So it's Valette by Charlotte Bronte. Mm, yes. Can this is a five star read for yeah. me. Valette is one I would never recommend this book to somebody who doesn't love Bronte or like love those kind of classic novels because it was so I want to say dreadfully slow. If you didn't really want to tell, like, hear the story. Yeah. And there are so many allusions to religion and politics and, you know, even like the politics of like the small town that they're in, like you have to really want to be there and be invested in this story to like get right. through it in a mm-hmm. way where you're not just skipping or skimming those parts. Yeah. And so that's definitely why it took me longer. I think it's such a intricately and like amazingly written novel but it's definitely one that you know i i would be cautious to like recommend to people unless they really liked that kind of read and were ready for a slower read yeah that makes sense yeah that's definitely not my vibe yeah i was gonna say i wouldn't (laughs) tell you to read it also because like you know what even if you enjoyed i don't think you would get as much out of the ending because it would be so painful getting there yeah i'd be like that's it you'd be like that was the amazing thing that you wanted me to read Marissa I'm never taking a book recommendation (laughs) again yeah I mean that's why we're sharing our knowledge of books yeah Yeah. and talk about these things so that I know not to read it Mm -hmm. or to read it (laughs) or to read it (laughs) or to read it it's not all bad (laughs) one or the other uh so I'm gonna go to one that I mean it's not really surprising but it's the burning god by R.F. Kuang Oh my god! I really, I'm just glad it's not a book. By, oh that no, I we'll switch it up this time. <laughs> this time. I mean, I think I've already I went through the two that you recommended, so we're Kay. fine. We're fine. I'm glad it's not just Marissa told me <laughs> to read this, and it took me forever. Um, no. So this one is kind of like a mix. So I re- started the series, and then I got to the third one, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like burnt out because for those who haven't read it, it's a very war centered novel and it's very intense and some depressing parts and like very descriptive parts yeah and like this is not for like the light of heart yeah like you definitely are going in for like rf kong is an amazing writer like you're gonna see that so by the time i got to that third one i think i got a few chapters in and i was like i need to put this down and like cleanse my mind yeah so i think i like bleach yeah so yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i just like i think i went to some ya books like i just like wanted some easy easier reads that i knew i could fly through and Mm -hmm. like you know just um yeah and then get back into it but what ended up happening is i actually got the audiobook from the library instead which i'm glad i did because i honestly don't know when I would have finished that book Mm -hmm. if I was just gonna read it so I'm really happy I did it still took me a long time to get through it with the audiobook even Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, so that was 135 days total with the break and the audiobook. Wow. So that one was a, a big in. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it's on here. Wow. That loved one. the book, loved the series. That one's hefty. It was just a very, I was burnt out. That's all I'm going to say. I yeah. was burnt out from the burning God. Well, you know, <laughs> there you go. I, yeah, yeah. I've heard that from a lot of people with that series that it's so good, but like definitely be ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have one. <laughs> uh, it is part of the Witcher series. So it is The Time of Contempt by Andre Sapkowski. This is the last the Witcher book that I have I've read so far. Mm-hmm. I got tired. Like I feel like I also got burnt out. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's the perfect way to describe how I felt about this book because I was just done with the misogyny and the sexism mm-hmm. in this world and the repetition of this is so terrible for women. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. so terrible for women. Like I just, it was too much. I'm not in love the way Sapkowski like writes women in general, but mm-hmm. definitely he he uses it as a world he uses women as a world building device, which it's I could talk for hours about how much I hate that. Yeah. So this one you can see like in my story graph where I took the break. I read the majority of it. I read sixty percent of it in one day, <laughs> and to get through the other forty percent <laughs> took me. <laughs> um what would it be 20 26 days wow yep yeah so 40 percent of this book took me 26 days to just pick back up and you can see like i was not i there are six entries five of them are from the 29th of june and the last one is on the 25th of july so i just didn't touch it (laughs) i got 60 percent way through and i said that's enough for now that's it (laughs) so yeah, that's fair. And that's how I feel about the Witcher series in general. Like, I know I will finish it one day. I will pick up the other two books that I have from it and I will finish them. But man, I just, I could not push through this series in one go. It just like, it wasn't worth it to me. Yeah. There's parts of it I like for those who like love the Witcher. I definitely love parts of that world. I would love to unpack it maybe in an episode or something one day. But like, yeah, it's it's not all great. My next one is Yumi by Sifton, Tracy, and a pair. Um, it's so funny because I remember you reading all of these. Yeah. And I'm just like... <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I remember you talking about how long it took you. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that one took me 39 days. And that one I remember being a little bit disappointed by because, well, I mean, I definitely went off by the the cover. I was like, this is a beautiful cover. I'm going to really enjoy this. And like the description was very interesting, like about this, uh, you know, young woman who teaches English in Japan Mm -hmm. and like kind of reminded me sort of like anime manga ish. Like it just seems like it'd be super interesting. Mm -hmm. But again, it was one of those novels that was very mundane. Like it had like an interesting idea, like kind of like a magical idea in the background. But the overall like story was kind of focusing on this woman's like day to day life. And like there were things happening, but it wasn't enough for me to be like, I need to get back into this story and figure out what's going on. Right. And it also didn't have like a, a really satisfying payoff at the end. 
that I was hoping for. Yeah. So I didn't, this one I didn't rate super high. I rated it 3.5, whereas all the other ones were like four stars and higher. Yeah, they were still good, but. Yeah, so this one, I didn't have a break, it looks like. Maybe four days at most. Oh, no, there was a week here. (laughs) (laughs) So clearly I was like, nah. But uh, yeah, so I have to include that one, unfortunately. I know. I'm sure it's like some people's cups of tea, but well, wasn't I, what I was expecting. If if it's not, so that's always the battle, right? Like it's it it can be an amazing book, yeah. And if it's not what you were expecting, it's hard to not feel disappointed in it, yeah. And then especially when it's slow, it makes it harder, yeah, for sure, to really get into it because you were you were expecting something else, and then you're like in the middle of it, and it's not that, and it might still be fine, but like you're still looking at the thing that it could have been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I totally get that. I so the next one, Dracula. Oh, Dracula, Dracula <laughs> by Bram Stoker. So <laughs> this one is hilarious. It's it's so funny to me. First off, I started it audiobook with you, mm-hmm. and then you can just see me like try to slug through it. <laughs> then I'm gonna I'm gonna say slug because that's. That's how it felt. This one took me over a month. So this was 33 days. Okay. Uh, so, and that's maybe incorrect because I might not have the day I started the audiobook on this one. Hey, I have May 29th for starting it. Okay. Does that yeah. sound right? No. So <laughs> fun fact, I started it. I'm remembering now. I started reading it and then we listened to the audiobook. Oh, right. And then... I tried to finish reading it. I think the shocking thing about this one is it's very clear that I was trying to read it. Mm-hmm. Like with all the other ones, it's like six entries, you know, couple is just it took me a couple weeks to like get back into it. But this one, it's like I was trying. I was slugging out like one <laughs> percent yeah. every day. Like you can see Marissa trying to get into this book and just like get through it and i finally do on the 22nd of june <laughs> and you can just you can just see it just you know i i got to 83% i was like we're we're finishing it today yeah, like we got this i got this i i've said it before i'm going to say it again i love that i have read this book i enjoyed parts of it immensely yeah other parts made me want to cry because they were so drawn out. Yeah. And I understand that this was written for people who had different forms of entertainment than I do. And so they were fine hearing 50 pages about a storm. Yeah. I was not. Yeah. And so I really struggled with this one. I still would say like it was worth it, but I wouldn't recommend it, if that makes sense. Like if somebody said, I want to read Dracula, is it worth it? Yes. But you have to want to read Dracula, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like because like, yeah, mine, it's on mine too. Mine took me 46 days. Um, but Which I you get, did all by audiobook. Yeah, I did all by audiobook. I, there was like a week or two that I took off from it. But I'm really glad I did it by audiobook. Yeah. I don't think I would have finished it if I read it. No, I don't think you would have. Like you gave me a copy of Dracula and it's still on my shelf. I like to look at it and I can be like, I read that i listened to that 
Well, I know what <laughs> is inside that book. Yeah, I know what it's about. I like, like, it does make me feel good. Like, I'm really happy I did. I th- I have read a lot it. of pride in reading Dracula. Yeah, like it was actually like now I know like why it was. It's like regarded as it is, like yeah. so highly. Like it is a really good, interesting book, especially for its time. Yeah, and like. I never watched any of the movies. Like you just get like bits and pieces of it's of referenced it. so hard. Yeah, yeah. So it's like so why? Like what about it? Like this is like the original vampire. Like why is Twilight, you know, shiny vampires to Yeah, like this how did vampire? we get from here to yeah. shiny vampires? And it's so funny because I love how terrifying he's described it at all times, and yet I totally believe in this like quasi love story that like almost plays out where like it's it's it is fascinating and i think yeah. if you and i almost never say this and i feel bad like don't ever you know i don't even want to say it but like if it was those parts only yeah amazing but there was so much extra yeah which is why i think the audiobook was good because it was like a kind of like a beautiful storytelling it's like almost like when you're and i think that's how it's yeah and to be fair and i i i'm going to guess and i don't actually know but around this time it would have been very common to have um your books come out in segments oh maybe yeah like in serials and stuff like that so i feel like that might have been at play here yeah and imagine getting like one part you know I don't know, every week, every month, like you would be engaged. I would be like, yeah. what is Dracula up to What's now? What's going on? And I think like in my mind, I can see it like everyone's like, oh, the new Dracula's out. Like, let's sit by the fire and yes, read this let's to read each this other together. Or like, le- this is a bedtime story. Like, like, I just feel like terrible bedtime story. Terrible bedtime. But I think it'd be fun. I don't know. Anyways, that's me. Um, But either way, like. Yeah, I can just see like sharing it, sharing it and enjoying like the story together. And like someone I could see it being read out loud and being like, this is super engaging. Well, well, and I think that's what I enjoyed about like being in the car with you listening to the audiobook is we would stop it occasionally and be like, oh, my God, that was really like, what? Yeah. What do you what's think's happening? happening? <laughs> like, and I could see that being a big draw to it. Yeah. So, you know, I would say I, I guess, you know what, if you want to read it, find a buddy. Find a buddy who yeah. just listen to the audiobook. Yeah. I think that's the best way personally. Like it I highly recommend that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Dracula was on my list. <laughs> nope. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Uh, another one that was on my list, but surprised me in the length that it took me compared to these other books I said, was Emma by Jane Austen. <gasps> So that one actually took me 28 days. So it was like this, the I'm gonna shortest. Be honest, that's not bad. <laughs> like I was like, when I was reading it, I'm like, this is taking me forever. Like I was enjoying it, but I was like, this is taking me forever, which I was expecting. So yeah. like, I wasn't like hating on it while I was reading. I was like, no, this is like kind of what I've expected. But I was actually impressed that I was like, oh, this is like so much shorter than these other books yeah. I read that didn't feel as long. but took like yeah. way longer so i was kind of proud of myself for that i was like look at me go <laughs> look at me go look at me thrive <laughs> yeah so i just added that on there more for like a you know it took me a while but it was like i did better than i thought i think that's that's actually really great i and i mean this i almost want to congratulate myself on because i really warned you i was like this is gonna be yeah. slow yeah 
it's slow, but it's worth it. And I that's yeah. what I feel about Jane Austen. And usually when I read Jane Austen, like they do take me a lot longer than like a normal book. Yeah. But I usually don't start them unless I have like a free day because I know I want to just like get into it and I want to get to the point where it picks up the pace. Yeah. So that I'm not sitting there going, oh gosh, what's happening kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually, I'm super proud of you for that one. Thank you. Do you have any others? Because I'm actually, those were my big ones. Those are your big ones. I mean, the other ones aren't like, like I have Angel Mage on here by Garth Nix. Right. But that kind of is mostly because wedding life, mm-hmm. marriage life. Um, So I just kind of paused on reading that. Yeah. But I don't think it would have necessarily took me that long. Um, It took me 34 days. I think it would have, I probably could have cut that in half, I think. Yeah. If I didn't have other things. Still a slower read. Still a slower read. Like it was very much like you had to sit down and like get involved in the story. I felt yeah. I like I said, I loved the characters. So like that was super interesting to me. Um, And another one I have that took me long considering the length of the book was No One Is Talking About This by Patricia Lockwood. Um, Yeah, that's a heavier one, though. That one was very... And I wonder if it's like, what did you call the sound of fury? What what kind of the sound of fury? The sound, the sound and the fury. The sound and the fury. Uh, like complicated dark. Like the the continuous. Oh, stream of consciousness. Yeah, I feel like maybe it was like that. Okay, because that was like it was a very like you you kind of didn't really know where it was going. Yeah. If okay. The, like, it might be. I, I don't know. Like I'm. So, I don't know. Yeah. Stream of consciousness is is very like thoughts as they're happening. So it's very yeah. chaotic. That's like how it felt. And oftentimes there's a lack of or an improper use of punctuation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it very much could be that. That's probably why. Because I remember being like, "This is very interesting way of, of writing of writing that I haven't encountered a lot of." It's it's real it's a really useful way to write specific states of mind yeah. and also convey certain themes. So it can be amazing when it's like used correctly, but it's always going to be a little bit hard to read. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be. Which makes sense because like when she was using that, it was like when she was in this like internet alternate reality type. Yes thing and like it like I knew like I knew I was in this supposed to be involved in this like internet thing but it was still like confusing yeah I was like like I know this is how it's supposed to be but it's so hard to read because I'm not used to it and then yeah so that one took me 24 days but it's like a smaller book so and it like surprised me how long it took me but now that I'm like know what kind of writing is I'm like I wonder if I could like read it again and be like I highly recommend most streams stream of consciousness books for you to like eventually go back to because i feel like you get way more out of it like they're they're the ones that you you read once funny i'm gonna i'm gonna say something that i'm just thinking because like i i do this all the time do you know the movie the prestige yes have you seen it i think i've made you watch it is that the one with the two magicians the two magicians yeah it's been a while but yeah so what i always told people and i tell people still is like watch it once Mm-hmm. and then watch it again right because it's such a confused because there's sw- like there's so much time changing like there's so there 
different periods of time. So-and-so is reading a journal and then like in the journal, he's reading a journal. And so you have just like layers upon layers of story being told. And I always say when you've seen it twice, you get the most out of it. Like the second time you watch it, it's going to be the best. Okay. And that's how I feel about like some streams of consciousness books. Like the second time you read it, you're like, oh, wow. Like this was all the stuff I missed while I was trying to figure out what was going on. Right. Yeah, that's true. Now I, now that I clued in onto what it is I'm like, <laughs> you're like wait oh, a second <laughs> now i get it i love that that came to you as you were trying to describe yeah, it, it was you're like, like wait a second excuse me i read a stream of consciousness book you know what <laughs> everybody claps for megan yay yay <laughs> love that for you all right was that your final one yeah all right, so I hate, I hate, I hate rushing you at the end there, but we. we I are, hate you. That's what I, I no, 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 no. You're my. I started every podcast saying you're my best friend, Megan. Yeah, I should not hate you. And by the end of it, we hate each but other. That's why everyone tunes in. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and draw our next topic, and then we are going to talk about what we're currently reading. All right. So this one is what <laughs> what tropes belong in trope jail? <laughs> I like this topic. I like I like trope jail. I like the sound I like of the jail. Ter- term of that. I know yeah. we've done like our least favorite tropes, but I feel like this is more aggressive. Like this is a nope. Yeah, this is like a hard no as soon as we see it. Yeah. Not happening. I have a couple already in mind. And I feel like there's going to be more. And then I, I it's going to happen. I'm going to come and I'm going to be like, I have my whole list. And you're going to say one. I'm gonna be like, oh, my God, I hate that one. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the goal. I feel like that's the goal with that is to make each other's lists longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what we got to do. Mm-hmm. All right. What are finally like, what are you currently reading? What are you working on right now? Still reading The Invisible Library. Genevieve okay. Cogman. Almost done that. So hopefully finish that soon. I'm trying not to read it like too fast because like I want to remember things when we discuss it in our Yeah, book that's club. my thing. And that's why I always end up yeah. accidentally leaving it until the day before. Yeah. So fair. Um, I'm just like not that fast of a reader as we've discussed this whole podcast. This whole podcast was kind of dedicated to that. Yeah. So that's why I started it early. Um, yeah. And I'm also reading Talk Flirty to Me. Ooh, why are you reading? I wonder why I'm reading that. Um, and you know what? Is this the fluffy? This is the fluffy, like it's like a palate cleanser from what I have been reading yeah. of this dark romance stuff. And it has like that fluffy This is what you want feeling. Yeah. yeah. And it still has like a little bit of spice. Like I know it's gonna get spicier, but I'm like at least I'm not like, I don't know, like the other ones kind of made me like itchy and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh, no one look over my shoulder. Like this yeah. is, I'm not comfy reading yeah. this. Like it's not my vibe. So this is more fun and like funny. And yeah, I'm just I do, enjoying I do it. have a really soft spot for the fun. Yeah. Like ones. they're just cute. And I like when they like get embarrassed or like make fun of each other. Like it's just super just, cute. like real life stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you, what are you reading? So I am reading, I kind of mentioned it before, but I'm on the second book in the Wheel of Time series, which is The Great Hunt by Robert Jordan. Said his name properly this time this week. Not Jordan Jobbert. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, there was there was other options. <laughs> uh, so I'm enjoying that. I will be finished that by next week. 
And so it's kind of fun knowing when I'm going to finish books. Yeah. Also, I'm like, I have to have it done by this day. So that's <laughs> fun. But I'm also reading a book that, oh, Marissa was terrible and broke her book buying ban on. <laughs> so, you know, just to just, you know, full disclosure, I was having not a great day. And I was I, I was like, I'm going to go to Indigo and I had to buy something else there that I wasn't very happy about. And so I saw it and it was bright colors and pretty and I by Brandon Sanderson. So I said, it's coming home with me. It's on sale too. So that was a bonus. See, it's like, it's girl, girl math. Girl math. Girl math. <laughs> if it's on sale. It barely counts, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I have to. So uh, it's called Yumi and the Nightmare Painter by Brandon Sanderson. This is such a... I've I've barely started it. I'm four percent in, but this is such a fun book. Mm-hmm. It it is very anime manga, but not like it's 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 a fiction book, but it reads like a like a manga. And it is about these there's painters who like nightmare painters who chase away these nightmare monsters. And how they subdue them is by painting them into something that's, like, safe. Oh, that's cool. And Yumi is this girl who's trapped as this, like, uh, oh, I forget what it's called. But, like, like she is fawned over as this, like, maiden of this religion. And so she's, like, not allowed to break her ritual day to day. So she does the same thing, like, every day in the same time increments. And, like, she's just, like, slowly deteriorating inside. Uh I've read a little bit about this book. I believe it was a book that he wasn't intending on ever having published and he wrote it for his wife. Aww, and it's like, cute. that's very cute just yeah. in the start of it. And there are like, there's lots of like parentheses where he'll like say something like in an aside to the reader. And I just am having the best time imagining him saying it strictly because he wanted his wife to know or like yeah. he's like talking to his wife because they're so cute and funny. Anyway, I'm having a great time with it. And yeah, so that's what I'm reading right now. I like that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's, it's all good. It's good. All right. Anything else you want to mention before we end this one? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, with that, if you want more content from us, go follow us on Instagram at bookjarpod. If you want to, oh, we have a number of projects in our Discord server. There's <laughs> <laughs> lots happening, guys. Uh, there is a link to our Discord server in the description of this podcast. And what you will find there is you can talk about this podcast. You can talk about books in general with other readers. Mm-hmm. You can join our book club it's called the 2 a.m. book club because that's when we're reading or mm-hmm. I am at least. And that will be we pick a book a month and we talk about it and super fun and some great people involved in that. So definitely check that out. And you can also find information about our sister podcast, the Queens of Fantasy Pod. and you can you know, figure out how that's working kind of in there, as well as meeting some of the other readers who are either in the middle of reading it, wanting to start it, or have already read it. So that's always fun. And we are, as I said before, reading The Wheel of Time. I think that's pretty much it for this really long-winded outro. It's just like, there's going to be a point in the future where half of our podcast is going to be you talking about other things going on in the realm of yeah, our podcast. Yeah, it's not like I have plans for other spin-offs yeah, already. Yeah, like that's going to happen. That's not a thing that we've talked about. In- <laughs> we'll just have to extend our podcast time to... Yeah, 
it'll be Pitch it'll all that. it'll be it'll be 45 minutes of us talking yeah but it'll actually be like two hours so we can Total. include everything yeah. else yeah <laughs> that's right uh so lots of great stuff happening uh and if you're good just listening to the podcast we appreciate your support regardless and we thank you so much for listening and yeah that's pretty much it other than to say keep on reading on bye bye everyone pretty isn't it i love that it does look like it should be an anime or a manga yeah it's giving those vibes it's right giving it it's giving i love it i just feel like every once in a while i just have to buy a bright book yeah to go with all your other bright books actually you don't really have that many that that's what really i mean pretty. though i like that one in the front the there. one in the front yeah that one's new it's from uh fairy loot if i have to be haunted Ooh. It's so, pretty. It is really pretty. I do. You know, that's why I got Yumi, because it was very pretty and bright. Some, sometimes you just got to buy the pretty book. It might not be good. But sometimes you need it. When they told us not to judge books by their cover, they actually meant people. Because yes. judging books by their cover is it's, it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. You have to. Judge like, books, not people. <laughs> yeah. And I've read, I've read a lot of books that I judged the book from the cover and they turned out fine i think the the key part here is there's just a lot of good books yeah because every once in a while too i'll pick up the ugliest book i can find yeah and it'll be great sabriel is not one that i thought was pretty no fantastic no yeah let's like you said judge people not books i think judge book what did you say (laughs) (laughs) i thought you said judge people not books judge books not people (laughs) Because you're not supposed to judge them by the cover, but I'm saying it's okay oh. to judge them by the cover if they're books. Oh, this but is don't do awkward. that to people. This is awkward. <laughs> don't judge people. Judge books, not people, everyone. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that turned turn to the worst there. Oh, let's I end this. Judge people. <laughs>